0: Hey sports fans and welcome to episode 37 of State of M.I. Sports. That's State of M.I. Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of M.I. Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of M.I. Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Also please subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, as well. Episode 37, we are going to talk about the Michigan at Michigan State basketball game. Uh, That happened on Sunday. Uh, Now that football season is done for our teams, uh, we're going to catch up on on some Pistons and Red Wings and kind of give the state of uh, those two teams right now. Um, We'll give our Michigan sports-related New Year's resolutions for the year uh, 2020, and we will make our Hop's Brewing Company and Cafe Picks of the Week, and we will do some beer grades for you all as well. Uh, I am Sam Waldhart, and with me today we have Micah Smith, Kyle Fossey, and Ryan Waldhart as always. Uh, before we jump into you know our beer intros and you know jump into the nitty gritty of the episode, I did want to talk about a little bit of the wild card weekend uh, that we saw. Um, did anything really stand out to you guys? I mean, I, when I'm sitting there watching these games, I, I sit and think. Uh, oh yeah, we got to do beer intros as well, so we'll do beer intros first. Kyle, yeah. oh, sorry, show, yeah.
1: show everybody what you. <laughs> I thought you just said that we were going to wait on the beer intros. I did, but
0: he wasn't listening. He was texting. Oh, okay. He was texting. We heard the text why would we go not? through.
2: I did. I did uh, to stay consistent. Why would we not stay? Right, why would we it. not start with this?
0: Hey, you, you're the leader here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen. No, let's do it. All right, listeners, Sam had a bad day. <laughs> I had a bad day. And he's yeah. taking it out on everybody around yeah, him.
0: Yeah, I've been really mean today. So.
2: <laughs>
1: really low energy right now.
0: Yeah. All right, I need to drink my beer. All right, so let's just do beer intro since we're already jumping into it. Kyle, you want to start us off here? Yeah. We'll tell everybody yeah. what you're drinking.
2: We'll keep things the way they normally are. Yeah, you're right. Uh a dumb idea. I have <laughs> <laughs> From Holland, Michigan, uh, Sparty Party after the game yesterday. Uh oh, yeah. big, a juicy New big, England big IPA. What are your favorite kinds of beer? Yes. If you want one, let me know. If it'll help you loosen up and stop, might, being, yeah. stop being an ass. That'd
0: be great. <laughs> that'd be good. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> 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 Ryan, you're drinking the same thing over there, so you guys decided to, to team up. In, yeah, I think Kyle party. forgot a beer, so I had to, oh, I had to bail oh,
1: him out. And, <laughs> what is going on? What? Is that now? I, oh, yeah, it's the opposite. That's okay. how I remember it.
2: I did miss your message asking me to grab you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. It was more my fault. I
1: appreciate you loaning me beer, though. For same sure. thing, Sparty Party. So, um, juicy IPA.
0: Yeah. From Big Lake Brewing. Michael went a little different direction today.
2: I didn't even notice he had a little something I good I certainly there. did. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. What, what are you drinking over there?
3: So this was the thing I picked up for the new year. It's Copper Craft Distillery. It's their blend of straight bourbon. And it's a uh, 50% alcohol by volume, 100-proof bourbon. It Whoa. won gold at the USA Spirits Ratings. So do you mix that with like diet
0: coke and and stuff like that, or what do you do with it? No, you drink it straight oh, on dear. the
3: rocks. I don't
0: think that's gonna last fancy. you all all the year. You said it was for the new year. I drink it. Looks lot like it's almost this. gone. <laughs> it's like
2: yeah. there's nothing left. Not gonna, it's not gonna last the whole <laughs> oh, yeah. year. It's only the sixth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm trying to milk it yeah. right. <laughs> or bourbon it. <Yeah>. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
4: <laughs>
3: cool,
0: cool. All right, I am drinking uh, from Short's Brew. Uh, zest is what they call it. No. At a tribe called Zest.
3: So this is. That, what it says? that would be a tribe called
0: Zest. Oh, Yikes. A tribe called Zest. <laughs> we should just start this over. Um, it's a double <laughs> India wow, <Laura>. Pale Ale, <laughs> brewed with lime, lemon, grapefruit, tangerine, and Seville orange zest. Very good. I love all the flavors into it. So very zesty. Um, now that we got our beer intros out of the way. We are going to talk a little bit about um, the the wildcard weekend. I mean, so I'm going to go back and start saying what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. Um, it wasn't on your it wasn't
2: on your podcast thoughts that we were. Gonna oh, do wasn't this, it wasn't. So. This must have been
0: the updated one that you didn't that that's I didn't right. send. It says so. right here. Um, so I, I don't know. When I'm sitting there watching these games, I I think, all right, how close are the Lions? Which obviously they're not close, but that's the way my brain goes. Is I want to look at look at it and what teams do the Lions kind of relate to. Um, obviously, we saw the Vikings beat the Saints. Uh, Buffalo lost to Someone help me out here. Houston. T- the Houston. Houston. Um, that was a good game. Yeah, that was a very good game. Uh, so, so so you say good game. Did you really think it was a good game, or was it just a close game? It was, a, clo- it was a close I'm game. I'm sitting there yeah. watching all of these games, and I'm like, these aren't good games. Not one of them stood out as like a true good football game in my eyes.
2: You know, Rome said that same exact thing today. Did he? He really? said they were all like close. Sure. They were yeah. close. Two went to overtime, correct? Yeah, two went um, to overtime. All of goes, them were one score games. I wouldn't say they were great games. Yeah. They yeah. were just
0: sitting around like waiting to see yeah. who was gonna end end up on top, basically,
2: is what it felt like. Because exactly. nobody was
0: really I mean, I, I guess the Houston game I think would probably fall in line of a good game because it was that comeback way that they were – I think they were down 16 nothing, right, and ended up winning – Yeah,
1: they were, 16 nothing, and then yeah. they won, t- what, 22-19? 20, 22-19 or I something think? like that. Yeah, something along those lines.
0: That, was, that would be a
1: good game. Yeah, and, and Hopkins, Hopkins came, start, came alive in the second half, the same that he's been doing all year. Yeah. So, that I mean, that was just kind of fun to see that, that comeback. Yeah, yeah, I agree And, and the two-point conversions, too. So, yeah, I mean, that was, it was pretty cool. it was a little thrilling. You know, they had to convert on both of those just to get to their 19, the odd, weird score of yeah, 19. Yeah, it was a really mm-hmm. weird
0: – really weird – the way it just kind of all fell in, in into place there. Even like the it looked like Houston was gonna seal the deal, and then they couldn't get the first down, which gave Buffalo the. And then they went down and tied. It was just it was a pretty crazy ending there.
3: But, I, I thought Buffalo was gonna win for a minute. Yeah, and it really it looked did like not it. win for a minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, that was a fun game. I think anytime you get you know two good teams with the Saints and Vikings, I think it is fun. It was a little different than what you expected. But still a fun game to watch. Um, but uh, you know, looking at it as as a Lions team, it's like all these teams that won are bad defenses. I don't have the the numbers in front of me, but I think the Vikings have the best defense, and it's maybe top twelve. Houston's in the twenties. Titans are in the twenties. Yeah. Um, I, it's just I, interesting. I'm not saying the Lions by stats. Yeah, by stats, yeah.
1: you're you're right. But I mean, like the Vikings, they can get after. Oh yeah, get after a quarterback. Yeah, and and when they're all healthy, their cornerbacks are studs too. So I think they're better than what the stats showed. Yeah, and I think it's like that across the board. The Seahawks have a really good defense. The Bills not numbers are studs. wise though. I know, but but they they can make plays. Yeah, is kind of what uh, I'm
3: I. I don't think the the defensive rankings, especially this year, really tell the truth of any team. Honestly, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, you have your you have your standouts. You know, like your your Niners type team. Their their defense is really, really good. Highly yeah. ranked, I believe. I, I can't remember the, their number the last time I looked. E-
1: either way they have very good defense, yeah.
3: Either way. Their defense is good.
1: Yeah. But the Saints have been a good defense all yeah. year. Or or at least they've made plays. Yeah,
0: Patriots are number one in loss. So yeah. I don't know. I just look at it and everyone always says defense was championships. Everybody's gonna joke about that with me because I've had a I completely disagree. A couple a couple run ins with some people with that statement. But um, but what you see with this wild-card weekend was... The top defenses lost in this wild-card weekend. Well, I was going to say
1: they were all low-scoring. They were relying on their defenses, and they needed their offenses to make the play to, to win the game. Yeah, I think the, the, key, the, the Patriots play, had the best defense
0: away. in the league. They lost. I think the Saints were somewhere in 12. Buffalo was, I don't know where they were ranked, but they were probably pretty high. They all lost. So it's just, I don't know, it's just interesting that that's the way it all ended up, I guess. Yeah,
1: I think we're going to see a different... Uh, turn of events next weekend we're it's going to be a lot higher scoring you're going to see those big time offenses like the Ravens the 49ers yeah, it's going to be fun all weekend
0: yeah yep yeah for sure i i'm, I'm excited for that um also we do want to talk about Michigan's loss to Alabama um we didn't spend any time talking about Spartans win because it really doesn't matter i don't think this loss matters i don't think the win would have mattered a ton i just don't look at bowl games as you know important. I mean I'm I'm curious where you guys fall in line with that. I, look, don't get me wrong. I'm pissed that they lost. I wanted them to win. It would be so nice to beat Saban and um Alabama. It is it is what it is, but it's like do do we really
3: care? I uh, I think it's probably the most Michigan thing to say, but the loss wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Yeah. yeah it, I, I mean, mean you it, know,
0: it was it was nice to see that they they competed early on. They had a lead at half, which yeah. is exciting. Um, but at the same time it 's like you you no adjustments it 's just kind of the same old story when Michigan plays in that, a big game zero
1: second Absolutely. Half, they yeah. scored this
0: didn 't score in the second half yeah.
1: correct
3: yeah the, yeah the the adjustments i mean if they made adjustments they, they were not the correct adjustments yeah it, it nonetheless they they did compete way more than what i anticipated honestly i I mean I expected Alabama to be up by roughly three touchdowns at half yeah I that was wasn't even I was proud the of the
1: case. I was proud of the defense. I mean they were beat by some big plays, but that yeah. was it. They were only beat by the big plays yeah. early yeah. early on in the game. And I mean, at the end that last touchdown was was garbage time right. rushing. I mean he was a stud, but yeah. we we locked him down all game yeah. before right. that drive. Yeah. And besides that, it was Jerry Judy who tore us apart, which yep. I really wouldn't be that disappointed that. if the Lions yeah. <laughs> took him. I mean, that guy is incredible. Yeah. And he just ran away from some really, really fast defenders. I
3: mean, very good. I mean, Levert Hill, Ambry Thomas was out there. Yeah. I mean, those are two NFL I mean.
1: Is Ambry Thomas leaving or is he coming back?
3: I think he's going to come back. Yeah, that's kind
1: of what I'm expecting too.
3: The way he's spoken in a few just, you know, small interviews post game, you know, he he keeps talking, you know, next year, you know, we're going to be holding people accountable sort of um, mentality. So. Yeah,
1: I really like the state of their defense. What we saw out of their defense that whole game, they really yeah. they worked hard. They were yeah. physical. Yep. And, and their defensive line, they were they were actually playing way better than you saw against Ohio State.
3: Yep. Absolutely. I, I don't know what changed. The defensive line did get better at that point. Yeah. Because they still played. They played Alabama. Alabama's still good. It's next man. It's next man up mentality, and they still have stars on. Both sides of the ball. Well yeah, and you saw for that years.
1: I mean they so their their pro first round cornerback sat out for Alabama. Yeah. Right. But the, the backup much. that came in, I was it like Jabo or Jocko or something like that. I don't remember yeah, what I don't his name. But man, that guy was a stud. He was really good. Yeah. He made yeah. some huge hits out there and he was their starting cornerback to start the year. Yeah. He was just hurt all year. So yeah. like they have you know, somebody like that to come in and fill the shoes of a first round pick that you know, next year, who knows? That guy might be a first-round pick. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and one one other thing before we move on from this is is if Michigan had a if look, Shea Patterson has been playing better. There's no question. He looked very very bad.
3: He looked horrible on, on that game.
0: He looked absolutely terrible. I can't argue for him in this in this situation. If you had a a guy that was making throws that Michigan's scoring a lot more points early on and it's a completely different ballgame. Oh yeah, Nico Collins
1: had what, like four touchdowns that he, like he bur- kept burning them and just overthrowing every yeah, single yeah. Throw. it was
0: it was ugly to see. And I feel bad for Shea because I think he really came on late um in the year. Uh and just just unfortunate. And but you're also playing a really good defense. Yeah. You're playing against talent that you've never played before, really, in a lot of ways. So still, I know Ohio it State can be that as well, but
3: yeah. It wasn't good enough.
0: Uh, yeah, it wasn't good enough, and, and if you have a, a legitimate quarterback in there, you, you never know what happens. So uh, we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of it, but if you guys like what you're listening to or watching, uh, don't forget to you know subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel. However you're watching, you're listening, uh, just try the other one as well. well. We'll keep this thing rolling. So Sunday afternoon was uh, the Juwan Howard's first coaching experience inside the great rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State. And, well, it didn't go so well for them. The Wolverines lost to the Spartans at home. What have I... The Spartans won at home by 18, 87-69, behind Cassius Winston's 32 points, 9 assists, uh, going 8 of 11 in free throws and 2 of 3 from 3. Xavier Tillman also had a really good game uh, with 20 points and 11 rebounds. Michigan's leading scorer was John Teske with 15 points, and Xavier Simpson... Had 14 points and 5 rebounds and 8 assists. Um, I, I basically knew going into this game, MSU's the better team. They have, they have way more talent at this point. They have much more depth. And they're the better coach team at this point in, in, in you know, where we're at. There, there's no question that they just took care of business. They're the better team. They, they were supposed to win that game, and they did. Um, so I'm just kind of uh, – I want to start by just throwing out the question. That, does this kind of change your guys' thoughts of, for these – these two programs um and what we're seeing this year i'm not saying you know moving forward with next year with Juwan howard which i know everybody's excited for in whereas you know michigan but you know for this team for the runs for the you know winning the big 10 obviously michigan's not going to do that but a tournament run or whatever we're seeing i'm I'm curious with kyle where where you're saying with with michigan state more like in particular here
2: um if they can be the team that they've been the last two, three game—I mean, longer than that—I would say there's been other times. But if they can be the team that just played Michigan, this is going to be interesting in March. I really, I, I really believe that. Um, you have two players who are who can hit at the same time with with Tillman and and Winston. Where so many times you had to, you know, in years past you were relying on. Miles Bridges. And then he'd have a great game, but Jaron Jackson would do nothing. Yeah. Jaron Jackson would have a great game and Miles would do nothing. Um and that that's the only thing that still scares me though. I think it can still be streaky. But Cassius Winston, I think he's gonna win Big Ten player of the year. Yeah. And the again. Um it's a thirty two points in college is amazing. That's a
0: Yeah, it's know, a it's a that's great a fifty
2: game. point game in the NBA. He seems
0: to kind I of mean, be back to his normal self. Yeah. And and the person that can you know lead lead a team to a championship or at yeah. least a big 10 championship and
2: me and ryan were talking too like it's not he's obviously so important he's the heart and soul but what xavier tillman's been doing has been really amazing too yeah so michigan tournament run i could see something with them
0: yeah if you yeah, if if can if get saying, healthy that, yeah. that's very important yeah um, that's huge for them yeah you yeah. don't they did not have the scoring i mean when you when you're Leading scorer is Teskey, then you had Xavier Simpson with with fourteen, so fifteen and fourteen. It's like you got to have that guy, like like Cassius Winston yeah. was. He yep. was absolutely dominant, and, and in, in these type of tournament type formats, championships, it's like you got to have at least yeah. somebody that can do that. Michigan does not have it.
1: Yeah, and it's not only the scoring for him too, but he's so important to their team because he holds onto the ball so much. So he makes those decisions for the team and for the offense, and and he's a good matchup for defense too because he's a yeah. big body guy who can move. So, he, yeah, he is very important for Michigan. Livers, they needed him in the lineup to have any chance in this game. It doesn't really change my mind with anything because this was at Michigan State. In college basketball, That that is such a big difference. Yeah, just that momentum massive. swing that you could get. So we'll see a little bit more about the two teams when they're playing at Michigan. Mm-hmm.
2: If you look over the Big Ten this year, and this has happened so many times in the last ten years, but it. We're, the conference really hurts itself because we're going to all get to the end of this, and let's say you have a Michigan State is the is the Big Ten champion, but they're going to have four or five losses. Yeah, and we're going to all nobody's going to have we'll, one seed. <laughs> yeah, we're going to all take it on the chin in seating, and it's going to make it tougher. And it you know, and Michigan and Michigan State have both in the last five years risen above that, um, but it doesn't make it any easier when you have weaker. It's the it happens in football too. You have the weaker conferences yeah. that don't play as many teams in the Big Ten. You got Rutgers is like, <laughs> what, three or four in the Big Ten, I think, right now? Think, yeah. Right now. Wow. Um, Penn they're, State is number three, I think. Geez. There there and are so he, many he, good coaches. Penn
0: State was ranked number two in the country yeah, like, and they got a couple beat. weeks ago. Yeah, and they just so got beat like, yesterday yeah. by Wisconsin. Like, twice, yeah.
2: And two. then Rutgers has beat Wisconsin. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't. <laughs> they're it's they're a, all just beating each other They're up. just beating. They're slugging it out. But this yeah.
1: is what we expected going into the year. We knew that these guys, all these teams are really good. They're all really well coached. You have to they're going to beat up on themselves because they're going to – if you take one night off or you have one bad game from your star, the guy that means everything to you or, or injuries, whatever it is, those teams are just waiting in line to capitalize. Yeah. yeah. So it'll just happen throughout the year. I think as, you know, college basketball as a whole this year, we're seeing that across the board, which is a little strange because the Big Ten were kind of used to it. But with Duke and North Carolina and Kentucky, like these guys are all vulnerable. They're getting beat and – it's the theme of college basketball at this point.
2: It's a really interesting year. I don't know if interesting is the right word. Maybe, Sam, you could talk more about this, but I saw someone that said I think it's been like six or seven times, maybe more, that the number one seed, or the, or like a top three, sorry, has been beaten by an unranked opponent. But Vegas has always favored the unranked opponent. Really? So, like, even though they're ranked super high. Yeah. I, maybe maybe we come back. I can look it up. But like um, Vegas is saying, no, the unranked team is the one that's going to win, wow. and it's not always just been on home court advantage.
0: That's crazy.
2: So I mean, it's just kind of yeah, it's it, a it, weird, it really weird, is, and it's and it's, it's the
0: exact opposite of what we had last year with with Duke. Like everyone yeah. knew that yep. Duke was the team to beat. Yep. Zion's the best team in the or the best player in the country is just I mean the most dominant player in the country. When um, RJ
2: Barrett was number
1: two.
0: For yeah, the exactly. So it was, it's just. It's, it yeah. feels way different this year. Like yeah, it is. T- it the is. talents yeah.
1: just spread out. It is. Yeah,
0: it's it. spread out, and it's probably not as higher end either. As, no, as the, high
1: yeah, end, yeah, last but. year's draft class was is supposed to be a better prospect class than this
2: year's for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, the yeah last yeah last year's will be way better. Okay,
1: but last year's was compared to like the LeBron year where where all oh, those three. superstars came yeah. out. Okay, but uh, I I think you know with this Michigan State team it is impressive because they can rely on their big three right now with Tillman uh Aaron Henry and Cassius Winston. But then what's cool is you see all these other guys too that can step up. We know that they're they're good enough to step up. And really if, if they even get one of these guys like Bingham Jr. or Rocket Watts or Gabe Brown, these guys that are actually really good players and can step up at any time. They're just waiting for it. If one of them do does do that, then then they have a really ch- good chance of making a a good run. Because those other three, they're veterans. So what what Kyle was bringing up earlier like Michigan State's had to rely on that veteran and freshman combo for a while if they have a big two it's always a young guy with an experienced guy and right now we have a group of veterans in this team that are established and if we just get a couple of these young guys to step up that would be really big for the team and maybe even solidify them as a number one seed
0: yeah and you still have one of one of the best coaches in the country as well I mean probably top five to seven is is my my guess Mm -hmm. um when you have that, that's that's awesome to have as well. Yeah. Um, and if he can coach, you know, he, he, and one thing that we're seeing with Izzo, I think, more more this year than we have in the past is and I'm not saying he doesn't genuine genuinely love his team over and over, again, but he doesn't seem as angry. I feel like what happened with Cassius with the <laughs> with the um yeah. with his brother, which is terrible, but it's I I feel like it's kind of slowed Izzo down a little bit and kind of affected him just as much as it may have affected Cassius Winston. Yeah. To be like, whoa, all right. As much as I care about winning and having these guys progress, it's like I'm t- going to take a step back here, and there is a lot more to it than basketball. And, then, look, I'm not saying that he hasn't had that in perspective before. But I'm just saying when when it happens and it's a wake-up call, it, it, I feel like you're seeing a different Izzo. That's just basically where I'm at.
2: The Langford thing hit him really hard too. Uh, to yeah. see like like he was crying in the you yeah. know to well, see and, him, and yeah.
0: also the the guy that that failed to to get the transfer I'm sorry I don't ha- have his name but they oh, that, yeah. they ruled him ineligible yeah. it's like it seems like there's been a lot happening to Izzo in that way where that's three big things that yeah. you were counting on and or not really counting but it's like yeah two where you were counting on and that were just gone. And another yeah. one's just kind of like a wake-up call that a team can rally around in a lot of ways too. Yep. So yep. um, you know, I, I still question Cassius and if he can be, you know, maybe I I, I look at the guys that, that go big in, in tournaments a little too much, um, like being the best player on the floor, night in and night out. I see still sometimes that he's not that guy, or that he kind of like seems to not want to be that guy. Is that I, I feel like we saw that a few times last year where he's just kind of more standoffish, and he'll delegate a little bit more than he probably should instead of saying, I'm going to take this game over. Um, are we seeing a different Cassius now? I mean, based on the, the Michigan game, I would say yes, but do you think he needs to be that guy for for this team to go on a run, or do you like the fact that he's more passive and less aggressive at I think, times? No,
2: I think he needs to be that guy, but I think there's going to be nights where your shots aren't falling, where yeah. it's not working for you. And if, if a Gabe Brown can step up or uh, – or Tillman or wh- whoever it may be, I think he needs that too yeah. because he's not Le- he's not LeBron James. He needs not, a supporting he, he, cast. Yes, for he does. sure. Now in Mar- like in March last year, man, he was dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I, um, he
1: really was through the whole both tournaments, the Big Ten tournament yes, and yeah. yeah, and any big game, he is the guy that steps up. It's but weird
0: because he's quietly dynamite, probably yeah. right. It like is, because, it, it's not explosive. It's not. Well, I think
1: everybody falls into that trap of being he's not an elite athlete. Okay, but he is an elite decision maker and shot maker and de- yeah. just play maker like he he does create the separation that he needs himself it's not what you know russell westbrook would do for himself yeah, yeah. okay i think, I think it is, was
2: billis was talking about it like this is last year but like you don't realize it but then at the end of the game all of a sudden he's got 29 points yeah uh 10 assists and five rebounds there's so, you know it, it, yeah
1: and and i think sorry mike out oh you good give you a second just one second uh, if you know this game, Cassius Winston scored 32 points. Aaron Henry Henry only scored six points, and this was a dominant game for Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Aaron Henry is their second best scorer. Yep, yeah. and and he he's t- supposed to be. He hasn't been really. Well, he was earlier in the year. He's yeah. just hit yeah a few games here and there.
2: Yeah, earlier he was. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean he was killing it earlier. But but that what I mean is like that's that's more your typical great athlete uh, matchup nightmare type okay. of athlete and person player that can go out there and also take over a game. So this is the luxury that they have is they have these three guys if they they have two of them show up, they have a really good chance of winning any game out there. That's well said.
0: And they still have good depth as well. Yeah, they do. My good.
3: Besides Cassius' scoring ability, I, I really do think his decision making, like you said, actually makes him how good he is. I mean, wouldn't you second that? I mean, he's—he <clears throat> seems to be that smart basketball player. He, I mean, who has got a true sense for the game? He knows what's about to happen. He's got great anticipation, and he's just got a great head for the game.
1: Yeah, he absolutely is, and that's what made him the Big Ten Player of the Year last year. That's what makes him a an All American, preseason All American. Like, he has taken over games when he needs to, but he's got the basketball IQ to just. Be that passive guy to give the ball and let somebody else be the star too.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. I I think the Spartans are definitely the Big Ten favorites at this point. Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. And you know they they can make a run. Big Ten is so good and so deep. Very it's like if, if you're coming out of teams the Big that Ten, aren't good are good. Yeah, like it. it yeah, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I know it's only you know January sixth, and we're talking college basketball, which is not my first choice, but. Um,
2: but you're doing it. But we're doing it. and It's a Michigan sport. You, that's good. what you always tell me. Yeah. It's about Michigan sports.
0: Yeah, so I do want to touch on Michigan. I, I don't want to talk too much about them. But, you know, I just think they're basically just missing scoring, um, especially without livers. And, and I'm still unsure about, you know, Juwan's coaching ability, like X's and O's. Um, I think he's going to be a good recruiter. Um, I don't think he's – I'm not saying he's a bad coach and he's going to get in the way of a good team, talented team. But I'm not seeing the X's and O's that we're used to seeing with, with Beeline. Like, Beeline could have taken that team and, and kept it a little closer, maybe. You know, use what he has. I feel like Juwan Howard, and, and I think Jim Costa said it perfectly when I was, I was listening to, to Big Drew and Jim earlier today. He said, John Beeline was the type of coach that can get his players' shots, Design, design certain players to get their shots that they need. Where Jawan Howard, it seems like he's more of the type of coach that needs a guy that can make his own shots to rely on that. create his own create his own shots and be the athletes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. So I thought that was a really good point. Um, for what we've seen so far, I think the the jury's still out with with him with Jawan Howard as a coach. Um, but I, I
1: really, I yeah, I don't know. I gotta I gotta chime in a little bit. On yeah, that. do it because okay. I don't I don't really agree with that. At this point, I think the biggest difference between the two coaches right now is you could always count on the defensive scheme and defensive heart of Michigan. They they kept, I don't know how many years in a row it was, but they were always like top five defense in the nation. They were like the Virginia of the Big Ten. Okay, and it was because Beeline would play that mixture of man and zone, and then and then try to get some athletes out there and all you know switch screens, and it, the effort was always there. But their offense was anemic at times last year, and the year before, and the year before they would just beat teams fifty to forty-eight. Yeah, and yeah. they beat teams fifty-five to fifty-two. Yeah, and, and those often, often, yeah. So I don't think I don't think this is the an next is the nose on the offensive side. I think this is okay. the defense is consistently giving up seventy to eighty points a game right now. And earlier in the year, when they were scoring seventy to eighty points a game, they were winning those games. Okay, but shots don't always fall. That's not the way basketball works. So if you go into a little slump here and there or if Livers isn't playing, that's just hard to come back if you're not, if you don't
2: have that game
1: in, game out defensive strategy
2: and effort. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. I think, I agree with Ryan. I I think it's, first of all, it's still very early. Yeah, it is early. Um, But you, Beeline was a great coach. Of course he was, but agreed that his offensive scheme wasn't they relied a lot of the time too heavily on three pointers or something like that. Well, yeah, they did. I remember there was a. I can't remember if it was last year, or the year before now, but where Michigan should have beaten Michigan State. But they were cold from three. They were oh, they hit like ten yeah. percent. The Dribble handoff. They, out, you, they outplayed. Yes, it was all stuff like that. The they dribble out, handoff was the offense. <laughs> they outplayed us. They or they outplayed Michigan State. But like the shots didn't fall, so Michigan State ended up winning. Okay, um, and they also had because it wasn't run. creative.
1: They had a good run of some really good athletes who were all six seven, six eight, and six nine, and that's just the makings of a, a, a really good
3: defense.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: So. I've, I think it's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of years what Jawan does with his guys that he's specifically brought in, because right now he's he's on a he's on a really good recruiting trail right now. He's bringing in a lot of talent. He, right now he's number one in the Big Ten for the following class and four nationally. Yeah, I mean he he's got a guy in Hunter Dickinson that's seven two two fifty five.
2: Oh, yo. That's, Jeez. A big, that's a big fella. That's a real big fella. That's a guy to fill Teskey's shoes. Yeah. Literally, yeah.
3: He, he's playing the center position. and He's got Isaiah Todd coming in, Zeb Jackson coming in, Terrence Williams, and he's banking on his son coming in to play with him.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know how how these both programs go, um, but but I'm I'm really excited to kind of dive into it as we as we go over the next you know couple months. Where we before we know it, it'll be March. It's gonna be fun. I think we're gonna, gonna have fun. a good time. Now. Yeah, so. Uh, but until then, we probably will just kind of sit and just watch, you know, see what see what happens. So we'll stick to talking some basketball and jump into the state of our our Detroit Pistons. Um, I know it's been a a long football season, but there are other sports, so don't fold yet. There are more. There's more to the world than football.
1: Yep, more losing teams to talk about. Yeah,
0: I mean, we yeah, got another right. yeah, like well that. below average team that we can just you know. Tickle your fancy, if you will. <laughs>
2: so let's get into it. So
0: we'll get into the. So I know everybody's been sleeping on them, so I'll just remind everybody where tickle they are in face. the standings. Uh, they are 13 and 24. They're 11th in the East and about three ish games out of seventh or eighth seed in the terrible Eastern Conference. I, I look at that and it's just. It's funny to me that they're <laughs> 11 games below 500, but they're only just a couple games out of the playoff spot. That's the, that's the so, East. <laughs> so, I mean. Look, the record, it is what it is at this point. But Ryan, you you say there is a little more upside than than meets the eye when you're looking at numbers here.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're three games out of the eighth seed, like what you're saying. And and Blake Griffin's been hurt all year. When he was playing, he was a liability to the team. He's been terrible. So that's that's the team. The guy that you know scored 25 points last year. A game was an all-star. You know, he was supposed to be the guy on the team. Uh, Reggie Jackson hasn't played. So I mean, this team is exactly what we thought they were. If they were healthy the whole year, they might be sixth seed at best, most likely seven or eight seed and get swept in the first round. Yeah. So the fact that they're underperforming right now, to me, is kind of a good thing. It's kind of setting the the uh, path for this organization right now and it's forcing their hand to do so. So, you know, last week we talked about what kind of trade assets uh, would be the, the best trade asset for this um, coming year, and we talked about um, Andre Drummond being the biggest piece yeah. in, in Michigan, basically. Yeah, for all the trade sports. Bait of the year Award. Yeah, and then no. and then just a couple days later, a couple a few days ago, <laughs> Andre Drummond trade rumors with Atlanta Hawks. With and then after that one, it was like several teams interested. So I think that's that's a good way to just kind of set this uh, franchise in motion in. Seeing what we can get for this guy We don't want to lose him We don't want to, his contract to just run out or We don't want to pay him a max contract either yeah. so, so right now is the tr- time To get the assets that we can get back For him, whatever, whatever trade value we have Right now is the highest He's been playing well, even though it hasn't been the best uh, The last few games his, his stock is really high right now
0: Yeah, And it seems like ownership's ready To you know, take the step back that I, I think a lot of fans have been asking for For the last couple of years now
1: yeah, and 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 all that kind of went to pieces when we traded for Blake Griffin, though. And so well, while yeah. we had Blake Griffin, it was the Blake Griffin Andre Drummond experience or experiment. Yeah, experiments. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was yeah. An experiment. Yeah, <laughs> and it just hasn't worked. And it didn't work. Doesn't matter the coach. It, it hasn't worked. They, yeah. They've just been the middling team in the East that we've seen the last several years. Yeah. So what I what I think we do have right now is we do have a whole bunch of young guys with some real upside on this team all coming in at the same time and I mean guys like Christian Wood which I don't, I mean I watch him and I think he's a starter in the NBA he's super athletic super tall, he can move his feet he can shoot threes, he's everything that you want, he just isn't a huge body like a Drummond but most teams out there don't have a big body like Drummond right now, that's not the NBA that we're living in uh, you got a guy like Svi McKayluke, who we got uh, in the in the Lakers trade last year, and this guy I think he's a good player. He's a really really good three point shooter. Okay, um, he's he's going to be probably like a forty to forty two percent free uh, three point shooter in his career. That's kind of what I'm guessing. But he also makes good decisions with the ball. He can dribble. He's six foot seven, so he's one of the bigger body kind of guys. We have Luke Kennard, who's also a good shooter. He's hurt right now, but um, we have some guys that can step up and make plays I think I think these guys could be on a really really good team and contribute on a really really good team what we don't have is that main starter those maybe like the big three if you want to create a big three we don't have two of those okay and so at one time we all we always had drummond and we had blake griffin blake griffin doesn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, he's a
0: shell of himself at this point.
1: Yeah, and he always played. He always got this really good reputation, but he always played with Chris Paul too, another yeah. big playmaker. And so when the ball's in his hands every single play going down the stretch, he just he's never done it for me. I don't think he's the right guy to make a team a, a contender.
0: He'd be a good compliment to if we had a good point guard.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and, Which, that's, and that's where he's been at his yeah. best. Yep. And that's where we've always been missing. If we had a Damian Lillard on the Pistons last year, we probably would have made a pretty good run. Yeah, you know, but but that's a superstar. You don't just run into those.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I did bring up some ownership, you know, kind of seeming like they're they're ready to move move on. So there were some uh, quotes that came out from Tom Gores after the, the loss of the Clippers uh, in L. A., where he happened to have I think his courtside seats, and uh, that probably is the first game he's attended all year. But <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he basically said we've had a hard time with with health and everything else uh, like that, and and we thought we could manage injuries a little better. Um, we've got a lot of work to do. We're not willing. We're not winning, and the record is the record. So we just have to keep plugging away. He goes on to say, "Well, we have a. We have to look at everything because we're not winning. So you're not winning. So you're not winning. To me, you have. Wow, this is really hard to read. You have to assess everything. What is going on here? I think anybody would want to do that." He continued, and probably in the next month or so, we're going to get together as an organization and just discuss things. Um, He brought up Andre in particular. He said Andre is is going to have to make his choice. I mean, Andre is a great player. Uh, So we'll just just see. All these things are unknowns, and it's kind of difficult to filter through all this little bit of health bad luck. Terribly red, I get that. Yeah, that was hard. That was... (laughs) I think it was his fault, not mine. That's right? That's what she said. I read it perfectly. I read it exactly yeah. how he would want me to read it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he
2: so maybe think, was stuttering a bit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how he exactly. said it. Yeah.
0: So basically, from from what I'm hearing here is obviously he's disappointed with with the the record, and he's he's finally admitting that you're not. It's not a quick fix. Here is what it sounds like to me. He's he understands that you can't just go out and and buy something at the deadline. You can't stand pat at the deadline and. You basically have to pick your way. Is is what? Maybe that was just hope when I'm reading that or hearing it. But I'm I'm curious if you don't have any thoughts on it. Is what it is, and especially because I read it so terribly. But.
1: Well, he was getting at that they have a window of opportunity with the players they have and the contracts they have, and with the injuries. And this is what I was I meant by their their hand is kind of forced right now to play towards the future instead of for this year. It's because they have Reggie Jackson, Blake Griffin, Markeith Morris. And Luke Kennard all injured right now, and Drummond was out a couple games in there too. Yeah. So you have, I mean, those are those are with with Andre playing, you still have four of your top six players in your rotation injured.
0: Yeah. So for the people that don't understand, so Andre Drummond is is he's a high high paid player, high paid player. He has a player option at the end of this year to become a free agent, if I'm correct on that. Uh, might not be a player option. He Let me is, look it up. All right. Sounds good. Um, his his contract's up at the end of the year. One yes. way or the other, either either it's an option or it's not.
2: He's got player option he's, next year.
0: Okay, so, but his
1: option in his mind is to get paid. Yes, it, which is fair enough because again, it it's been a middling organization.
0: Yeah. yeah, yep.
1: In a state full of snow. So and that's
0: what they're talking about when when he's when he's bringing up. Andre it's he's he's got the decision yeah. but we can't sit around and wait for it in a lot of ways is if we have an opportunity to move him we have to take the opportunity Then all him. of a sudden yeah. some trade rumors came out you you brought up uh, was it with the Atlanta Hawks Atlanta
1: Hawks was the first team mentioned
0: Yeah and there's been a couple more it's been a little quieter yeah, I think the, the, r- the last few days but
1: I think the Raptors and, and some other teams were in there too maybe what were the Lakers too I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember
0: hearing that one, but um, it, it, it it'll just be interesting to see. Uh, and obviously, Andre's going to come out and say you know the right things. He he basically just said, "I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to quit on this organization. I started here. I want to finish here." Saying all the right things to a certain extent, but he's also said the opposite this is something every once in a while as well. So um, y- you like what you're hearing from him.
1: I think he's more than happy to play in Detroit for his entire career as long as he gets paid. Yeah. I mean that's mm. that's how a lot of basketball players are in this day and age because they know they know there's a lot of money to be made in the NBA right yeah. now, especially for a guy like Drummond. You know, if Drummond went went to uh, a five or six seed in the West, he would be le- I mean he'd be really really good yeah. if he stepped up. He didn't have to be the offense right now. He is the focal point of the offense on way too many plays. And he just isn't designed to be that guy. He's designed to clean up messes, to be the big body in the middle, to make a difference when the play isn't designed for you. That's who he is. That's where he's best. So if he's the third or even fourth option on teams, he would flourish.
0: Yeah, so I feel like you're talking pretty high on, on Andre. So I'm, I'm curious where you stand. Would you like to see them move him for whatever they can get, or would you rather see them try to re-sign him?
1: I think at this point I would rather them move Andre Drummond. And, I, and I've been a big fan of Drummond for a long time. I want them to keep – because I, th- I see the potential in building around them. But I also know what the history of seven-footers, you know, getting in their later 20s and early 30s when you still haven't done something – like a, what is he like 25, 26, I think twenty six. Yeah, pretty young. I mean he's pretty young, but I don't think we're a year away from contending. I don't think we're two years away from contending. I think next we thing have, you know, he's getting close to thirties. Yeah, exactly. And that,
0: that type of body doesn't really last that long, right? And,
1: and at that point, when we're trying to add the talent that we want, that would be the contract, maybe the biggest contract that we have on the books. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't think the timing works out. Okay. So I think the time is now to pull the trigger on him, and he's had a really good. Season he had he led the NBA I don't know how many years in a row in rebounding he's doing it again this year mm-hmm. and he's been scoring more too yeah so
0: so so say Griffin gets his his season ending ending surgery that that's coming out that they're talking about him kind of going back and forth on and you do find a way to s- sell Drummond do you also sell like a guy like Chris or not Chris Paul uh, Derrick Rose who's been playing pretty well could can could be a decent player I mean do you just blow this thing? completely up and obviously keep the core guys like the young guys that you want to build around. But I mean, other than that, it's just pretty much sell everything you can. Right. And just, I know people hate the word tank, but in a lot of ways, that's what, what it's going to be. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I really do. I think that would be a great idea. And Derek Rose could help a lot of teams right now. He is having, and I think Kyle just brought this up before we started the segment, but he is actually has a better, uh, He has better averages across the board per forty-eight minutes this year than he did in his MVP season. Crazy. So he he's he's playing well when he's He's playing. He's killing it right now, and and, and the offense is running through him when he's on the floor. What the Pistons are doing really well right now is they're playing him twenty-eight minutes a game. Yes, they're not forcing the issue. He's not playing thirty-six minutes in a game, and he shouldn't because his body shouldn't do that. Okay. But what he is is cheap insurance for a team one injury away from ruining their entire season. Yeah. So if if he was to go to uh, a Utah or if he was to go to a a Denver or something like that where if you get one injury and you could throw Derek Rose in there as a replacement that's a pretty good place to be. That's
0: true. So So
1: I think we do. I think we sell high. We sell this team again for the same reasons. You know we're not contending. He's on a two year contract right now. He's cheap. Uh, Teams should be interested. Take advantage of maybe an all star season.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I like that. It'll be, it, I'm excited for to see where this all comes down. Uh, trade deadline coming up. I you know in a couple months. Yeah. I I, I love that time of year with, when our teams suck. So.
1: I think what's fun watching the <laughs> Pistons right now. <laughs> it brings now, some yeah. excitement. doesn't Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. our Super Bowl. I think <laughs> I think it's fun right now is looking at you know our Super Bowl for basketball. <laughs> Last year, our NBA championship was the draft, right? Yeah. And we got Sekou Dumboya. Yep. And this is a young guy from overseas. He was a project. The Pistons made it sound like he was a steal in the draft. We were all like, mm, not really, okay. not really <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> you we'll <don't laughs> believe it when we see <laughs> it. But so far in the G League, he was playing really, really well. He he plays older than his age, he, more mature than his age. Okay. And he has started three games in a row. He's getting really a lot of minutes. He's playing a lot. Of, he's playing like 34, 38 minutes right now. And he hasn't looked overwhelmed at all. I mean, so two of his games he's played against Kawhi Leonard, and he's guarding him and being guarded by him. He's playing Kawhi Leonard and LeBron. Those are oh, two wow. of his three games that he's played. And he is not – he's been beat only because he's overplaying
2: defensively. Right. Yeah, and because they're Kawhi Leonard and LeBron. And because <laughs> they beat everybody. Exactly, yeah. 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 yeah,
1: but what I mean is, like, LeBron – he actually played really good defense against LeBron, but he he stepped up and actually took on the challenge of him, and he came out you know past the three point line, guarding him face to face, and LeBron <laughs> just went by him. <laughs> okay, and that happened like twice. Yeah, so four points. But but all the other times, Le- LeBron didn't have a very good game statistically. Okay. No, he played him well. Yeah, so he he's up to the challenge. He's athletic. He's tall. He's making some rookie mistakes, but he's also not afraid. You can, you don't see any fear in his game. He's shooting the ball. He's scored. He has two double-doubles in those three starts. Yeah. And he's he's scored, like, 16, 11, and 10.
0: Who, who does he compare to in, in the league? Like, if you're going to, obviously, you know, a superstar level like type of game, obviously he's not to that. I'm not saying you're going to say he's becoming that, but, like, what type of player is he? Like, how would you compare him?
1: So the first comparison that everybody wanted wanted to make was Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Okay, Giannis. Yep. Giannis, yeah, but he Janis, Gian, but he is bigger than Dumboya. So Giannis is like six eleven, okay. or seven foot or something crazy. Six That's 10. what always
2: throws me off because it's a big difference between his six nine to seven foot is a big. Yeah, and he, I think and yeah. I think
1: Seku's six six foot eight, so he's not far off.
2: Okay, and he's extremely long. I mean, you watch him play in person. Oh, sorry, I thought um, I thought Seku was six nine. That's uh, what I'm He might be. Giannis is like seven foot. a yeah. legit. Okay. Like I don't know how he's a freak of name. he's a Greek freak. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so his so arms that, go down past his knees. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and but Dumboya has some of that too. So that's where the he comparisons does. come in. What I think is different is their games are very very different though. So their okay. body type might be similar, but Dumboya is just turned nineteen years old. By the way, just turned nineteen. He's the youngest player in the NBA. He has super long arms, but he can shoot. Cool. Like he shoots. Yeah. He shoots thirty-five to forty percent in the G League right now, three pointers, and he and it's not just like on three attempts. It's he's he's shooting the ball he's quite a, a bit. legitimate shooter. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it, and he it can handle the ball, score both hands. Like he's right. he's got a lot of talent. Okay.
0: No, I, I, I'm excited to see him once Once he gets a stat. I, I can't sit and watch a game. I'm sorry, but if there's not, it doesn't intrigue me. No. Um, I'm not a big NBA He's guy, let alone a basketball guy. <laughs> you guys know that. Um, and I'm not going to pretend to be. So um, thank you guys for for giving your thoughts on that. Um, if you guys like what you're hearing, uh, we are going to be talking some Red Wings here coming up. Uh, so if you're watching this, check out the podcast or check out the next video. Uh, we'll keep this thing rolling. like I said last time, <laughs> I say that every time. So we'll go from one average team to a terrible team. Pistons average. No. Red Wings terrible. They're below average. They're, They're below, below average. Below average. But, I mean, Red Wings are at a whole other level. Yeah, sounds like Of it. bad when we're talking teams. So uh, we'll start. So the Red Wings are playing hockey games. It's not just <laughs> football. It's not just basketball. The Red Wings are 10, 30, and 3. And they have... so. 43 games played and only 10 wins. That's where they're at, and it's absolutely terrible. Did, uh, the thing Didn't they,
1: <laughs> s- did they start off by winning, like, three of their <laughs> first four? Was like,
0: I think they were two, three and one or something three like and one, that, and people yeah. were so pumped. Oh, like yes. this is the, this is the year. It's we're what the Tigers do. Yeah, know, right? We're always excited. Every so, year. <laughs> um, the sad part where, where we're at with the Red Wings is they have a minus 73 goal differential. So what I want to do real quick is I want to set really? – Second because place is the San Jose Sharks, and I'm curious if you guys can guess where that Wait, number is.
1: Second
3: to worst.
0: Yes, second to worst that I saw. In, th- I think it was today.
3: You said ours was negative, 70 negative
0: seventy-three. Negative seventy-three. There's this so minus I'm gonna set fifty. Fifty. Mi-
2: Forty-seven.
3: Okay. I'm gonna go with forty-three.
0: Twenty-nine. <gasps> oh God, my! No. Yeah. Seriously. Isn't that terrible?
1: Whoa!
3: <laughs>
0: the Red Wings are minus. 73 in gold. That's goal an incredible stat. We should somebody mark double, this down. Somebody double check me on that. That's what I saw like right before we started. I was like I'm I'm pretty confident I still looked at all of them, but San Jose Sharks at minus 29 is second worse in gold difference shown Red Wings are minus 73. They're absolutely terrible. Wow. But okay, win the lottery. They're playing hard. Oh, that's respectable. And you don't know, I'm probably just a hockey guy, but I I enjoy watching them still.
3: No, you are just a hockey guy.
0: <laughs> okay. So you guys don't watch them, but <laughs> but it's like me being excited about the Pistons right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're really bad, but they kept it within twenty the other day, and it was a really good game. <laughs> D- 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 D-
1: boy. But that one guy was skating backwards, <laughs> yeah, so that was awesome. He
0: really good. Peronic has. Have you seen this His guy? numbers aren't there. He goes backwards. Peronic's <laughs> <laughs> numbers aren't there, but he's the rookie of the year for the for the state of Michigan <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Sounds about right. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some rumors that are going around. Uh, people are talking about how Blashel not going to survive. I mean, surprise, surprise. Um,
2: does that does that become more evident as time goes on here?
0: It, yeah, it's just a waiting game. Is it, it's yeah. basically when when is the trigger going to be pulled? Well, it's not. It's,
1: it's not Steve Stevie Y's choice anyway. So
0: yeah, it's not his guy. And like, it's peace. It, it just can't work. And and some peace. some stuff coming out with the media saying that. You know, psychologically, um, the Red Wings are, are not doing well because of Blaschel is the way I, I thought I read the the article. Uh, Micah, do you have the, the quotes there?
3: Yeah. So this is from Mike Milberry. He says, quote, Jeff Blaschel has a big job to do, which is evident. Yeah. He follows it up with. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> follows it a up good with. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Fells it off with, quote, when you've lost 19 of your previous 22 games, that's a dangerous place to be psychologically and emotionally for a young team.
0: Okay. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mike.
3: Expert (laughs) analysis.
2: (laughs) Yeah. This
0: guy's getting paid to talk this. We're we're not even getting paid to do this. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about you, Micah. Just like so oh, know. the We're Millberry. Talking about Mike yeah, Millberry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right. Thank just you. Just want to make <laughs> that clear for the listeners and viewers and everybody. Okay. Um, okay. Calm down, Sam. That's uh, why I uh, called you, Mike. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's no. Funny. No. That was Lloyd Carday. <laughs> yeah, <it's working laughs> yeah that was a good one. Um, like, th- his back's against the wall. He's got a terrible roster to work with. It, you can't blame Blaschel, but he's not doing the job. It's it's not pretty. They need to cut this guy loose. And actually, uh, Predators. Hold my his brain escapes or his his name escapes me right now. Um, uh, LaVillette? Yeah, Laviolette was just fired um, from the Predators earlier today, and I feel like that's the perfect Iserman, perfect guy to bring next in guy. to be the to be the next guy for the Red Wings. Really? Um, I do think so. Yeah, I think he would be a great fit.
3: Uh, Peter, right?
0: Yeah, Peter Laviolette. Lovely.
3: He's a great coach.
0: He is a good coach. He, he's he's proven. I, I'm not sure he's won a Stanley Cup or not, but um he's in it. He 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 builds good teams, and it's just what you want in an NHL coach. So uh, keep an eye on that name. Uh, one one player that I want to bring up before we kind of talk about a, a few other things is Zadina. I, I think he's playing pretty well. His his time on on the ice is going up. His production, he's only got four goals, six assists, and ten points, but he's only played in 18 games, two power play goals, which is nice. I like what I'm seeing from him. Now that he's getting this, this time and he's not worried about getting sent up, getting sent down, he can just play his game. Yep. He's playing really well with, with what, he, what he has around him here. Like, yep. I'm curious what, you, what, what your thoughts are on, on Zadina here.
3: Uh, when, when he's scoring, he's exciting. Yeah, he really is. I mean, it, if you've seen his last goal that we posted oh, on our Instagram,
0: smokes. That was a beautiful shot. Uh,
3: it was an absolutely stunning shot. Go, go check it out. Um, I think we lost him over there. Be, <laughs> <laughs> besides, just the, the the one goal we're Who gets focused done? in on Philip Zadina. Yeah. Okay. Th- this this guy has the potential to be a star player for this team for years to come, Yeah, he I, does.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's got it. He's got but the he, tangibles, he you know,
3: needs a supporting cast, he does.
0: S- similar to, to Cash's
3: yes. that we were talking about earlier, it's yep. like,
0: yeah, he's a very good player, has all the skill in the world, but he needs a supporting cast, and that's what, I mean, that's that's hockey in, in a nutshell, yep. you always have to have that supporting yep. cast, but it's like, he needs somebody there, and, and they need to give him that opportunity as well, because he does have a couple, a couple players, you know, with Bertuzzi, Larkin... Uh, Fabry's playing well you got a couple other guys that are playing decent enough like put him up with them give them like just throw them, throw them to the wolves basically yeah. and see what you got with them yep. um, I, I really like what I'm seeing with him I I hope he does not get sent down because he does not deserve it um,
3: keep him up yeah
0: especially with the Griffin struggling um, that was another thing that that I thought was worth bringing up before we move on. They're bad, aren't they're they? It's really not a whole lot to talk about with the Red Wings, but they're 14-19-2, so they they have 32 points, and they're last in their division. I mean, what in the world happened? This was supposed to be a very deep Griffin's team that's supposed to you know, be at the top of their division, be com- p- competitive not only to make the playoffs, but to win in the playoffs and win this whole thing outright. Uh, their goaltending has been rough, which we all yeah. knew it was going to happen and yep. it's been disappointing with Larson but it, it's it's disappointing that they're not developing because they do have some young talent down there that's not doing the job so um
3: it, it's it's almost becoming alarming with the amount of talent we know we have yeah i I don't know what's going on yeah it, it, it's not good
0: no it' it's, it's ugly to see but um, we just want there's really not much more to talk about it's just we're all waiting to see who's healthy at the trade deadline who can we get you know what can we get is basically what exactly. we're looking at can we get more assets? can we continue to build this thing because that's what we need and we need to win this freaking lottery is what we need to do um that is o- that is what will es- you know what's the word i'm looking for? escalate the propel. rebuild propel
2: propel us improve. Into the future. Prope-
0: improve the rebuild accelerate I don't know it's a new year accelerate <laughs> it's a new year
3: it's a great word so thank you
0: we're gonna move on to You know the state of my sports. We're all going to have our resolution, our New Year's resolution for our 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 teams here, for for ourselves as fans, I guess. So, Micah, I want. So, first of all, did we have any like real New Year's resolutions that you guys did? Did anybody do any of those?
2: No, I did not. No. My understanding is that you're drinking only juice currently. That
0: that was that was supposed to be hush hush, but yeah, I'm on a little juice cleanse. Why would uh, you
2: tell me if it's supposed to be hush hush?
0: For the for our listeners.
2: Oh well, now they know. What? So you're drinking only juice. That's
0: just for just just to reset the the, the metabolism. Sure. My my New bot Year's bot resolution my my New Year's resolution for this year is I'm going to make myself a morning person. I am the grumpiest person in the world mm. in the morning. Like I cannot wake up. I wake up and I'm angry at everything in, in sight. So what I'm doing. Even on weekends, I'm setting my alarm for 6 or 6.30, right in that little, and that's Whoa. that's my goal, is to wake up at 6 or 6.30 every You're day. You're normally up
2: that early, though, aren't you? Not anymore. On weekdays? No. no. Not anymore.
0: No. Um, and I, I got into a bad habit of, of waking up like 30 minutes before I'm supposed to be at work, so I'm just rushing. Yeah, I don't oh get yeah. to spend that time no, with my family. totally it's like, how I am. I can't do Join that. Join the club. See, that's that makes that's who really I am, angry. and that's what I'm trying yeah. to avoid, is I want to be the person that wakes up and intentional with my family. My kids and then easily go off to work and- that's my my resolution is to work towards hmm. being a morning person.
2: I'm a lot happier doing that than I was when I used to have to like oh crap it's, yeah I gotta go but yeah yeah it's a good resolution
0: thank I you like that. yeah
2: it's solid I might steal like that
0: yeah I'm not
2: I'm not a resolution hey, guy
1: weekends, but I think I'll just <laughs> I'm <gonna> do that
0: <laughs> weekends we'll do that together yeah it's not really a resolution it's just a goal of mine and oh, I yeah. have a whole list of stuff that
2: just I want for to the better year you guys easy to do it together. Yeah, S- just sleep in the same bed, do the <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> Pretty cold. So we can set uh, an alarm, just one alarm for the two of us. Yeah, that'll work great. So that sorry, what Mike. She said. Yeah, there we go. It doesn't make sense because it's two guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't. So, Mike, what is your your New Year's resolution for for the Michigan sports? You have one.
3: Can we not start with me?
0: Everybody said they don't want to be started with. I'm supposed to go last.
3: Well, I'd rather I'll do start. a personal one.
1: All right, Kyle's going to start one. Right. Mine is
2: a simple one. When March Madness rolls around, I'm not going to pick Michigan State to win it all in every single bracket that I fill out. <laughs> That's
3: fair. That's and really I know it sounds
2: small, but it's been a good number of years of me doing that, <laughs> and I shouldn't be
1: doing it. Um,
2: so you need you need to prove it. We need to get a picture yeah. of
1: your like your main bracket.
2: Yeah, okay. whatever it is. Well, and we're then, doing a bracket challenge, aren't we? Oh, yeah. we we have to. We yeah, have we should do a bracket challenge. Oh yeah.
1: So on that one, if you do not pick Michigan State, I think they'll probably win it. That's
2: that's my Ooh. concern. And then, and then you have no, no bragging rights for picking reverse it up. psychology right. sports I'm version. I'm going to pick Spartans to win it. All. I've just been talked out <laughs> of my own resolution. <laughs> and
0: I, I'll go back on it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. All right, so Ryan, do you have? If you guys don't have one, that's fine. I can just go. No,
1: but you know, what? I, I don't know. You I'm, th- have one? I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I've been wanting to do something like a, a sprint triathlon for a long time. Okay. And, I, and I've just never done it. I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of winging it right now, but I think maybe that's cool. I might do that.
0: Sprint triathlon. Yeah, sounds, you know what?
1: I'm, sounds terrible. No, it's like I'm just gonna be waking up early.
0: Well, it's like that's it's like, like one of those. <laughs> you swim
1: what? You swim like 800 meters or something. Okay. Right, and then you bike. Oh. Oh. You bike like twenty miles, Good and grief. then and then you run a five k. Oh, that's not terrible. Yeah, it wouldn't be that bad. We should do it together. I'm done. Yeah, we'll wake
0: up together and we'll do something like out. that together. Mark, where this is so nobody else hears it. <laughs> no, we should. That'd be fun. Uh, do you have like a sports related, like Michigan sports related one?
2: Yeah, sorry, I thought these had to be sports related.
0: Michigan sports related was the well, that's why I just did.
2: You, no, you just threw him. Ryan under him. the bus. Good no, job. I didn't.
0: No, I mean, no, I, I asked. No, I don't Lloyd Carr. Yeah, probably. I, <laughs> um, I, I yes. asked <laughs> Michigan sports related, and then I asked personal ones as well. So if you have oh, a okay. personal one, that's great too. I don't. Uh,
1: do I have a Michigan sports related? You know what I want to do is I want to I want to get out to my local uh, high school baseball alumni team and watch them a few games. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, I want to get out to Kenwood Hills High School it's and watch them, watch the baseball team a little bit. Yeah,
0: I like it. Did you guys all go to Kenwood Hills? We did. We did indeed. Is that okay? Or
2: is that a yeah, big No, big I just asked. I didn't know if you like, all went together. Yeah, where'd like,
3: you go, loser? Grab <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Christian. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> it's better
4: than Rockford, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anything's better
0: than Rockford. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> Micah, <Yeah>. do you have a Michigan sports <laughs> resolution?
3: I got a couple different ones. Uh, one is to not be such a damn homer when it comes to Michigan football season. <laughs> I I just bought in. I drank way too much Kool Aid this past season, but yeah. kind of rightfully so. And I just want I just want to tame it this year, you know. Just please surprise me, you know. By the time fall comes around, but uh, Ryan just kind of stole my thunder a little bit. I want to do a little bit more high school related stuff. I want to go some more. High school hockey games especially, uh, I think I'm going to start that off in a few weeks, bringing my son Max to uh, a Jenison and Kennewa game, maybe two of them. I think I already put them in the calendar, and my wife said, are you going to two games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might be going to three or four. We'll yeah. see. But, yeah, just more more high school-related things, You know, get back to the roots of kind of where I left off in sports.
0: Cool. Yeah, so my, my resolution for this year, and this is kind of a big one for me, um, is to not overly buy into Michigan football. I feel like every year I, I listen to Micah and I listen to the media and I listen to everybody telling me that this guy's gonna be good, this guy's gonna be great, and this team's a true contender. I'm done until they prove me until they prove me wrong by beating Ohio State and being a true Big Ten com, you know contender, I'm 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 not going to buy. I'm gonna love this team. I'm going to do everything I can like to still love them and nourish them with my words. (laughs) This is the weirdest thing ever. But I am not going to truly allow myself to emotionally buy in. I'm not gonna let myself get let down again and again, and again, I'm done with it. Right. And, You're and not going to get emotionally to kinda, attached to the just relationship. Sure you exactly. continue I'm just to nourish sit, I'm just going to <laughs> sit and enjoy with it. your words. <laughs> <laughs> <on>. Are you going to them? feed them? <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to just, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to get angry. No, I'm, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> not, you guys, that is my goal is to just sit back and enjoy what is it, in front of me, which I think I did a good job with that this year. I think I was a little more. You did a terrible job of that. Yeah, yeah I you did, did a terrible. But job. I think you picked Why? them every <laughs> single game, but I, I.
3: He did a better job than no, I. did. No,
0: I picked them to lose in Notre Dame, which I
2: was wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank
3: you, Kyle.
0: I was
2: right, <laughs> King Kyle. Um. Uh, but I have a res- episode. Is this
0: thirty seven? Thirty seven.
2: I gotta make a quick note of that for when this for when August rolls around. Yeah, episode thirty seven. <laughs> so,
0: uh, that's my goal. Is I'm going to. Go in cautiously with, with the University of Michigan and just sit back and enjoy it. Not get my expectations too high, just sit and watch. Amen. And hope You'll enjoy
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's close to what to what Micah said too. Same yeah, point. I feel like, like I a, told yeah. him that before before we started recording. You don't have know. to throw Mike under the bus to make yourself feel better. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: Well, I have a resolution Ouch. for the University of Michigan as well that I think they should do. So be better that as well. But get a, get I, I a think I like, like so that
2: Nourish them with your words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but I don't
0: feel, get attached I feel emotionally. Like, <laughs> I feel like the, the Harbaugh era is at a point where they need to lose what they started with. So they, they came in saying who's got it better than us? We have like you're coming to Michigan because there's no other no better place to go. You're coming here and you're being successful because that's what we do. That is completely false from what we've seen so far. This in and, and the players adopt and like have that mentality. I feel like everybody's like, well, we're actually better. Like we even saw it going into the, the 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 game against Alabama. It's like, well, we deserve this. We deserve that. No, shut up. Go out there and earn it. So I want to stop hearing about who's got it better than us at University of Michigan. I want to stop being told how good we're going to be. I want these players to come in and be like, no, I'm coming here because I want to prove to be good. Not come here because it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, you're this not going to you're not going to Michigan. This is good to be good. You're going to Michigan to make Michigan good, and everybody has that exact opposite. Like, flip that paradigm. Yeah, flip. Yeah. yeah, flip it because they're into it and they're completely wrong. All these players have these same attitudes, and I'm sick of it. And I feel like that is the root of the problem. And I think Jim Harbaugh has, has is part of that because he does put on that mantra and he does use that as a rallying cry, which is fine at times. But no, put put that away. It's done that was the last decade, Yeah, go into this and be like, no, we're proving people wrong now. We were wrong about ourselves. Now we're going there to prove that we were right and you not we're right because we're Michigan.
3: You know to ride We're not th-
0: Michigan, for God's sakes. We
3: have okay, to prove Brady. it. <laughs> but Brady I like think that's kind yeah. of turned into it. Yeah, for sure. To, re- to ride the coattails of that, a lot of these Ohio State players this year and the past couple years have said something along those lines that they don't think that the Michigan players actually f- like feel and, and take that particular rivalry it, to it, a new level. I'm not even
0: just talking about that rivalry. I'm no, talking I know. about in general. Like, Stop having that attitude and come in with the attitude of we're earning it. We, we don't deserve this. We don't deserve that. We are earning this. We are earning that. So that's where I want Michigan to be this year in 2020 going into this decade. It's that time in the show for Kyle to strike up the music? We're going to make some picks, but before we do, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for your game days, date nights, business lunches, or your night out with friends. Uh, The Hops is always the right pick for whatever you have going on. They have Taco Tuesdays, Stein Night on Wednesdays, and just great weekly deals for club mug club members they have great beer great food and are the official brewery of state of my sports here in 2020 uh last week's results ryan kyle and micah all went three and six and i made up some ground going four and five
3: it's brutal
0: boom chakalaka
2: (laughs) Eh, that was more brutal that's that's outdated that's worse he's right (laughs) all
0: right so after week 18 speaking of brutal uh, Ryan has 48 points. Kyle's in second with 46. I am in third with 43. And Micah one behind at 42. It's anybody's game, anybody's matchup. This is going to be fun coming down the end here. So I, uh, I have a question. When does this end? With the Super Bowl? As soon as I get my lead back.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I wondered about that. I know. It so just I, keeps dragging it well, out. Yeah, like just it, forever. Now yeah. we're doing, like, basketball and right. I don't love rugby. his leadership. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah.
0: Uh, we'll talk
2: about that out there. <laughs> Why don't we talk about it on air? <laughs> when do you guys want to be done? It should have been done a week Conference ago. championships?
0: <laughs> Conference championships? Or no, we'll do we'll do the Super Bowl. It'll be uh, some fun picks. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl Sunday will be our last picks for the year. Okay,
2: sounds good. Thank sounds you. great.
0: All right, Vikings at 49ers. 49ers are minus seven. Ryan, you're our leader. You're starting us off. Who do you got here?
1: I will go 49ers.
0: It's a better team. All right, Kyle. Yep, 49ers. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Thought you would. I already had it written down. I'm not going to make any changes. I went Vikings. I like what I saw from them. Dalvin Cook can keep this game close.
1: Dalvin Cook looked great, didn't yeah. he? He was making something out of nothing over and over yeah, and over. And
0: Just sick Jadavian Clowney on, on the on the quarterback. Knock him out early like they did to Carson Wentz. There you go. Micah, who do you have?
3: Niners, they are flat out the better team, like Ryan said.
2: Mark it on the can. Would you botch? Talk on there. What's going on? I said, my notes. <laughs> my notes are to take the Vikings. And I did, you want to switch
3: it? You can what switch a it. Turd. Just, just following Ryan's yeah. lead from last week.
2: No, I just when I hear, <laughs> when I hear the words 49ers versus Vikings, I think there's no way the Vikings have a chance here. But at some point. Minus seven though. Some point in my life. Seven, <laughs> in my life. To, yeah, at some point in my life I thought the Vikings. <laughs> so you wanna take the Vikings or Vikings? Alright, he's switching to the Vikings. I like it.
0: Attaboy. I have it right here. It's not like I'm making it up. Well, I'm switching it to the Vikings for you. Alright, so now we're going down Titans at Ravens. Ravens a nine and a half point favorite. That's a lot of points, Ryan.
1: I think the Ravens can score over that. I think they can uh this this is gonna be it's gonna be a different week in football. We're gonna have Really high-scoring games, not the low-scoring that we saw this week. I'm going to pick the Ravens.
2: Uh, Ravens. I'm
0: taking the Ravens as well. It's a lot of points for a playoff game. But I don't see a whole lot with the Titans. They're not going to be able to keep it close against... I mean, the Patriots' offense was absolutely garbage. And that's the only thing that kept Uh, that game close. Um, The only thing the
1: Titans can do hope to do is just run Derrick Henry yeah. forever, just keep them off the field. <laughs> Literally forever. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. keep him off the field the entire game. Yeah. Uh, he, he's the kicker.
3: He's Micah. the
0: punter. <laughs> he yeah. does it all. <laughs> Michael, where are you going with this one? Ravens. Right. Jump down to Texans at the Chiefs. Another big spread. Nine and a half points. Um, Chiefs are a nine and a half point home favorite. Ryan, where are you going with this one?
1: This is so hard. I, I mean, because I feel so confident in the Chiefs in winning this game. But, man, the Texans can score, too. So 9.5 is a lot. I'm going to take the Texans
0: on this. All right. I don't like doing that, but I'm going to do it.
2: Kyle, you following suit here? Uh, I am not. I'm going to go Chiefs. I think 9.5 is a ton, but I think the Texans punched above their weight last week. And I hole. think they will not this week.
0: All right, I I went with the Texans. I think nine and a half points is way too much for a solid defense and an offense that can can really put up points as well. They didn't last week, really, against a good Buffalo defense. But um, it's different. The Chiefs really aren't even that great either. They they have been mediocre for most of the season. So yeah,
1: I expect I expect more of a shootout type game, and those kind of games usually come down to
3: whoever has the ball last in the fourth.
0: Yeah, I, I think Texans win this game outright, to be honest with you. So. Uh, Micah?
3: I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. This one was hard to pick, but I I, I think with their offense, I, I think the Chiefs do get it done in well over nine and a half.
0: Cool. So we'll jump down to Seahawks at Micah's Packers. Ryan, where are you feeling with this one?
1: I will take the Seahawks in this one. I felt like the Packers were overrated all year. They keep proving me wrong, but... Um, Either way, I think it's a close game. The Seahawks just tend to do that. And Russell Wilson, I can trust him to make some plays when needed. Yeah. So even if they don't win the game, I think they're, they're going to cover.
2: All right, Kyle? Seahawks.
0: All right, I actually went with the Packers. Um, I think this is the fraud ball, basically. I think both these teams are actually not that good. I think we'll learn that. Um, but I think Seattle's worse. I really do, I, especially without Chris Carson they have zero running game. You have to have a running game against the Packers. They're not going to uh, what is it? Zadarius Smith. What's his name?
3: <laughs> Zadarius. Zadarius Smith. And yep. he's a beast. And the other
0: Smith, like they're going to have a field day because they're just going to have they're going to be able to peel their, it, pin their ears back and go after Russell Wilson like is their job, which it is. So Packers are going to win this game easily.
3: I like I the Packers too. Um, I, well, I No I, crap. Uh, <laughs>
2: Oh no crap! <laughs> Come on, man! How dare you, Mike? Strong <laughs> words. Uh,
3: I really do like the defense against uh, their offense, and I think at some point <laughs> during this game, I I see the offense for Green Bay clicking, so they'll get it done.
0: Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope Seattle wins,
3: but yeah, I'm sure you do.
0: All right, so we're going to move down to some Red Wings picks. So the Red Wings, we're going to do the. <laughs> they play oh. four games. Uh, who do they play against? Uh, they play the Canadians, Ottawa, Buffalo, and the New York Islanders. So I set the over/under at three and a half points out of a possible eight in these four games here. Ryan, where are you going with this one?
1: Uh, under. I think I already said that. Oh. Yeah. Kyle? As
2: soon as you said Red Wings, he said Under, <laughs> 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 and I agree. <laughs>
0: All right. I am going over because it worked for me last time,
2: and because you just need points.
0: So do the Red Wings. Well, I mean, all right, so you want me to break it down a little bit more?
2: No. So no, please. Right.
1: <laughs> 45 minutes later. I was later. practicing <laughs> my right hand handwriting earlier. Like I was opposite hand handwriting. Hold no, The, Red, the, Wings the talk. Red Wings don't
3: need points. <laughs> that is the game plan. They don't need points. They could go on a five Stop game winning it. streak
0: and still be in last place, probably. Yeah, that's true. So I think we're sitting okay.
3: What do you mean, What like a negative 73 gold deficit?
1: <laughs> yeah, they could win 72 to nothing and still
0: be <laughs> under for the They're year. They're going to win by one for the next 73 games and make it even. <laughs> <laughs> gold <laughs> Oh, my god. Mike,
3: goodness. where are you going with this one? I'm going under again. Under. I, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> it screwed me last time, but they, there's no way. I don't see it.
0: All right, Pistons play Cleveland twice, Chicago once, and the Pelicans once, not the Peckicans. Over or under two and a half wins, Ryan. Under,
2: again. Wow. Kyle. Over. Cleveland sucks.
0: (laughs) For multiple things Uh, and everything. Uh, All right, I went over as well. I think uh, they're going to beat Cleveland both times. And I I could see them actually going 4-0 here. So I'm going over. 4-0.
2: Agreed. Why not? You and I? Well, they won't. All right. Well, no, they will not go for It <laughs> <They> probably won't, <laughs> Sorry. but it's possible. I, I went over the two and a half. <laughs> I've seen Stranger Things. That sounds like a Michigan football. Not fan. the show.
0: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, over or under.
3: I'm gonna go under. All right. Give me the under.
0: I just realized I have to go three out of four to win that. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, but oh well. All right, so we'll move down to the NCAA national championship, Clemson. Against LSU, five-and-a-half-point favorites for LSU. Ryan, where are you going?
1: Yeah, there's another one of those where I wish I was picking last to just know what you guys are saying.
2: I'll go first. All right. LSU.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously They're going to beat will. them by more than five-and-a-half. You half, picked them at the beginning of the year, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have to hold true to that. Yeah. I don't know. Every, everything inside wants – I, I kind of want to say Clemson because – Uh, Just their ability to just win—they just win so often. I just saw a stat; it was crazy. I'm not gonna bring it up, but um, wow, their quarterback doesn't doesn't lose. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't remember it. I just don't remember his name. Doesn't lose? What? You know what's crazy? I'm gonna go Clemson. That's
3: stupid. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I'm
0: so glad you did. I'm going LSU.
1: Mike, LSU's
3: so good. LSU. Hello, Joe Burrow.
1: I can't wait to be the only one that's all right. So.
0: this is just a dumb one that I wanted to do for no reason. Um, Yo, why are I, we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I oh yeah, let's do this. By the time we record next week, will Andre Drummond be a piston? Yes or no? We got to boost our scores up. Will he be a piston? Yeah.
1: Yes, he will be a piston. Next week? Yeah. Yes.
0: Tuesday. Kyle. Yep. I said yes as well. Mega. Like
2: Take the no. I'll take the
1: no. Do it, dude. Do it. it. Do the oh, pick. Come on. You need a
3: Clemson.
0: Do it. do it. Do it. I do need it.
1: points. <laughs> do, it. do it.
3: Do it. Why do you want me to do I it? I don't know.
0: Just so somebody did, because they don't want it to look like a failure of a pick. Yeah, it's the Clemson
1: pick. I'm telling you. Just <laughs> it feels oh, good. Gosh.
0: <laughs> Is he a piston? Next week, Tuesday, when we record. Yes. Well, those are the picks. Kyle, can you cut the music for us there? Pew. Well done. You were right on that. So, Those were the picks, so we will keep moving here to our beer grades. Ryan, start us off.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, the Sparty Party from Holland, Michigan. It is – help me out here.
2: Big Lake Brewing.
1: Big Lake Brewing. I, hard to read. This is a juicy New England IPA. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to find it, man. Oh. I thought you
0: couldn't read it. Wow. I, was very, oh wow.
1: man. I was spinning, Thanks, I was spinning God. the can. Thanks, God. You know, I really enjoyed this. This was this was a really good juicy IPA. They're really hit and miss with me. I can I can in- like it. Unintended. I don't even know what I said, so I'm not sure.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> said they're really hit and miss with me. It was a joke.
0: Is that a pun?
1: I think it's just a phrase. I'm going <laughs> to stand by that phrase. Um, I'll give it a, a good grade. I'm going to go 8-1. Eight,
2: 8-1. One.
0: Eight, one. Kyle, you're drinking uh, the same
2: beer. Same things. Party Party, uh, Big Lake Brewing. Um, it is really good for a um, juicy. It's not on the level of like a boss tweet or something like that. 7-6. Uh, 7-6. Seven, six.
0: Seven, six. Micah, how was your Coppercraft over there?
2: It was delicious. Empty, empty bottle. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm trying to get that. Into was full the, when we started. Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: Completely, to the top.
3: That's yeah. why I thought Crazy. it was a pun before. So. He's an alcoholic. That's impressive. It's clearly a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, It was really good. Um, I'm going to go with, on a bourbon scale, in okay, case so we got to keep this separate, I'm going to go with an 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Very high.
0: I got a tribe called Zest from Shorts Brewing Company in Elk Rapids, Michigan, which we're gonna go there this weekend. No, we're not.
3: Did you finish I, that beer? That where we're going? I am. Are you going? Maybe? I think so. Yeah. Alright,
0: cool. Yeah, yeah, finished it. It was good. It was um it's not finished. It was double I India pale ale, uh, brewed with lime, lemon, grapefruit, tangerine, and Seville orange zest. Very good beer. Uh it's not juicy.
2: Why don't you finish it? There you go. Very nice And he finished it There it is okay.
0: I finished it It was good I'm gonna go with a
2: 7-4 So pretty good Yeah yeah. I was not, happy with it Not so.
3: too bad for a trip
0: yeah. yeah I was really happy with it So uh, let's get out of here Before we keep this thing Rolling too much I wanna thank you guys For recording Yeah yeah I wanna thank you all For listening I wanna thank you all For watching as well We will talk to you guys Next week if not sooner
1: Dang can I change My Clemson pick
0: Nope <laughs> Peace! Peace.